Time is money. Here on the Do Nothing podcast, we've covered quite a range of topics up until this point. And I think one of the topics that really hits home for myself and Sam is the fact that your time is valuable. Your time arguably is your most valuable resource. Imagine you meet someone at the gym. He's an older person, older guy. Seems like he's about his shit. Really, uh, you know, kind of business-minded, talking about real estate, talking about mortgages, talking about leveraging people's loans, financing. You're young. You think to yourself, this might be an interesting opportunity for me to, you know, have more conversations with this guy. He, he invites you out to dinner. So you go grab dinner with him and his friend. You know, sometimes some of the things they say is a little... It's a little weird, you know, you got a 45-year-old guy commenting on how a 19-year-old girl looks at the gym, but, you know, you overlook it because you're thinking to yourself, it's not a big deal. I'm, I'm more focused on, you know, he's talking about business proposals and, and you're ambitious, you're hungry, you're thinking, okay, well, what, is there an opportunity here for me? So time goes on and, you know, you uh, start to work more and more with this person a little bit here and there, let them know that you have some skill sets and so this person will text you for questions. This person will ask you to hop on a call to field some some ideas. This person will say, hey, do you mind looking this up or researching that or trying to make this kind of graphic design for me or, you know, different little tasks. And as you're going along, you think, okay, well, I'm building a relationship with this person. I'm building, you know, a business kind of back and forth and I'm providing value, which is great. You know, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And as it goes and goes, you realize, okay, well, I'm providing a lot of value and really there's not a lot coming back to me. And a lot of the promises that maybe were made a month ago, two months ago, they haven't come to fruition. So you're thinking, he told me there's thousands. He told me there's tens of thousands. He told me this is all we got to do. He told me this is the work we got to put in. I've taken the time. I've put it in. But where's the money? Mm. Yeah, time is money. Time truly is money. I think people often try to um, leverage what they think is, I don't want to say free labor, but I think try to leverage the things that they have in front of themselves to put themselves forward. I think innately humans are selfish and we try to move forward uh, with, you know, one, one step at a time with the things that we have, but with in regards to time, and um, I think it's really important to always audit and take a step back and realize how your time's being spent and if it's congruent with your big picture goals. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I guess with time, it's interesting because it really is like a currency in a way where when you wake up, I people say this all the time, like we all have the same 24 hours. You technically can spend it, depending on your circumstance, however you want, right? You could spend all hours in bed just staring at the ceiling, or you could try and be hyper productive and say, I'm gonna do a, you know, I'm gonna work on my business for 24 hours straight. now. Obviously, in between those two examples, there's kind of a happy medium where it's like balance, you're, you're able to utilize your time in an effective way in the same way with your money where you don't want to spend all your money at one time, but you don't necessarily want to say, I'm never going to spend any money. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all balance seems to be this pillar that is just yeah. so cornerstone to like just human life like you just balance is key balance is everything as cliche as that might sound no but it's facts it's facts when you look at your own time and think about like okay in a certain day like whatever it is i know monday's tomorrow so take that for example is there a are there certain anchors that you put in your in your routine so it's like 
I know for a fact I have to eat lunch at around 2 p.m. So you know like, boom, that's on the schedule. And now other things need to be planned around it. Right. I think, honestly, it's been a big shift for me lately. I've been trying to, instead of itemize what I need to get done in a day and like feel like crossing off something off a to-do list is you know, getting me closer to my goals, I actually feel like that in itself creates a negative feedback loop. Because while you, you might say there's 24 hours in a day, that might be finite. To some, it is finite. Obviously, each day resets. If you look at it that way, I've been operating on day zero concept where I think that there is no such thing as days where every day is literally the same. It doesn't matter um, what it is. It's just that it's a chance to just get closer to your goals. But I think realistically, like if you remove the to-do list mentality where you feel like at the end of the day, if you don't hit a certain mark or metric of like things accomplished, that actually I think creates a negative feedback loop in itself because if you, if you're, you know, trying to be super hyper productive but you're not necessarily hitting all your metrics even though you felt really productive and you actually got a lot of stuff done you're going to bed pretty pissed off and and agitated that you didn't get everything done so i i really like to just think about each day is just like just trending in the right direction trying to get 0.01 percent better and just as long as you can get 0.01 percent better every day that compounds in itself so i don't think i think i remove outcome from 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 it more so just feeling and just like making sure that i'm closer to what it is i need to achieve and i feel like that innately creates a positive feel like feedback loop makes you happier doesn't make you feel like you're tied to a certain set of marks that um you know you don't necessarily hit on a daily basis yeah definitely i like that you say that i mean obviously focusing more on the routine and the process and less on the actual outcome would be smart because i've definitely had to strike a balance between because of how busy I am and I know how busy you are, like planning my day so that I know what I'm going to do and that I have enough time to do the things I need to do. But then also at the same time, being flexible enough to be able to swap things or be able to move things because that, I think that for me is really where the outcome versus the process is where it's tough, right? Because when I wake up, on monday tomorrow let's say the outcome that i have planned is a perfectly structured day where there's enough time for every single activity and there's no interruptions there's no stress there's no random things that pop up there's no need to switch but throughout the day i need to be comfortable with the idea with adaptability yeah because if i'm rigid then it's almost like if i don't get that first thing done or that first and second thing done i'm like oh my day's ruined my day is mm. ruined, and it's like, well, yeah, your day's not ruined. Sets, you have yeah, ten more sets. hours. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that's exactly what I mean by like trying. That's why I don't like to like have marks for a certain time to eat lunch. Because some days, yeah. fuck, you might not eat lunch until sure. like five p.m., six sure. p.m., or you. Some days you might Skip not it. eat at all yeah. early. Yeah. So it's just like it's just little things like that, making sure that everything is just congruent, all your actions are congruent. But to what you're saying, like I, I definitely still do hold like uh, going into the day, like I have like an ideal. I mean low expectation outcome grid for like what I want the day to look like. I want, you know, I kind of know what I need to do and like the activities that will get me closer to my goals. But yeah, man, like I think like being so comfortable to be adaptable when things come up is so key because you know how it is like when you have something planned and you, and you um, are planning to do something and then it just kind of like last minute falls through or it doesn't happen. It kind of just not necessarily will ruin your day, but it can definitely fuck some vibes up in the, in the moment. And I think being able to control that and just being able to stick to the process and just fall back on just like that whole idea of like, it's okay not to be rigid on these certain marks, just be able to just make sure you're getting better every day. That's like a 
big mindset shift that I think is, is healthy and necessary in order to like, you know, be able to overcome these little like things, these little bumps in the road that happen when trying to, you know, have programming and for master sure. your programming. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I guess for me, I'm kind of right in a situation where the person that I was talking about in the initial example is somebody that I'm interacting with and mm. because they go to my gym. So basically without like any names or anything, what happened was last year we did work together for probably about three or four months. And there were a lot of promises made, a lot of high level promises made, none fulfilled. And at the end of that, there was just radio silence. And I would see this person at the gym like weekly and they would just ignore me, which whatever, I don't care. I mean, I'm a, I'm a young guy. Like, I don't know what a 45 year old's got going on in their life. I'm not going to bother them and be like, Hey, what, what happened to that? I'm like, I moved on. I went into real estate myself. I worked for the number one real estate company here in Orange County. I oversaw a hundred different real estate agents. So I got my experience. I was, I was cool off that. Um, so recently the last two or three times I've been at the gym and mind you, it's been a year. So I've seen this person countless times and they've seen me and they just ignore me. They don't say anything to me. They walk past me. They don't, they don't acknowledge that I'm somebody that they even know. Okay. And I just figured it was because he was ashamed of being a failure and promising a bunch of stuff to a bright eyed, ambitious young person and then letting them down. Like I would feel that way. I'd, I'd be ashamed. I'd feel like a fuck up. So recently in the last two, I saw, I accidentally saw him at the grocery store, like ran into him and he he had to like acknowledge me because I was in the same aisle as him. And I'm not going to move out of the aisle, bro. I don't give a shit. Like if you, if you get scared, you can walk out. But like, I don't, I don't care who this person is. I've only known you for a couple months. Like, so says, Oh, Hey, what's up Spencer? And I just, you know, looked at him, then looked away. Cause I'm like, this is the first time you're going to say hi to me is cause you have to like, whatever, bro. So then now at the gym yesterday, he sees me. And same thing says hi to me. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like this is the first time in, in a year, basically of you like seeing me, ignoring me, but this is now you seeing me saying hello to me. And I thought that's interesting. I wonder why. And I was thinking a lot about value. I was like, I wonder if the value that I provided, there's been enough period of time where he's like, I want that again. You know what I mean? Because I, I today told you I have like three unread text messages from this guy. I never talked to this guy. Huge paragraphs. <laughs> the last, this is, this, I got to read this. You're going to like this. The, the description of the most recent text says, you poison people's souls with negativity because your soul is poisoned. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, I think what? this guy is just like, I don't know if he's delusional or he's just really angry. Bro, you need to like, get a fucking strap. Dude. I what, know. Kind of sus. He, he sent wait, me a wait. text talking about like Ethan's dad saying Ethan's no. dad doesn't like you. And I was like, what is going on? So anyways, just to just the point being that our time is so valuable. And I think when you respect your own time. And you are not going to give it away freely to people and you're not going to apologize to people about knowing that they abused your time. People get it. Like they'll, 
they either react in a couple different ways. Maybe they'll apologize to you. He could have texted me and said, hey man, I'm so sorry what happened last year. That was my bad. I know I promised a lot of stuff and it didn't come out. Like I could totally see how that would rub you the wrong way. He could have said that, but yeah, he decided right. to get angry and go on his little baby tirade, which is totally fine, bro. Immaturity, you know, yeah. that's, that's kind of immaturity 101. But when it comes to being, this is for, for you as the listener, think about this. When you say, I value my own time. Nobody can fuck with my time, okay? Yeah. And your time is your like, that's your base level resource. Arguably your, yeah. most, your most valuable resource. Facts, facts. Right? When you say that, you're saying a statement to all these bullshitters in your life and it's gonna make them react a certain way. They might apologize to you. They, they might, might get, get angry, angry at you. Yeah. yeah, but you have to just stand your ground and say, you know what? No, there's a reason why I respect my time and it's because I respect myself and I'm not at the liberty to just be utilized by anybody. I'm, on, I'm not on tap. No, dude. I'm not on tap. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I find that it's very interesting. Yeah, I find that uh, comes to play a lot when people uh, make plans. Like, I think I had a tweet. I think it's funny. I was going through my tweets. So, by the way, side side little thing. I think I might have posted this. You saw this in my Instagram. But I just basically, Twitter has a really cool uh, archive setting where you can actually go into your database, like your own personal, like, database and, like, basically pull tweets from years back and check the traffic from tweets back and see which tweets from years back were engaged with most and what have you. So I was able to pretty much pull some like old tweets from like 2017, 2015, like old ones. They're like, I don't even know the context of what they were said, but it's interesting how the mind develops. I almost feel like I use Twitter as like a journal of sorts, like in my fucking angst of a mm, young adult, whatever. But like, it was a lot of interesting thoughts and stuff that now that I've like kind of, you know, had time to like process and kind of like have new perspectives they're very interesting to pull back on so i basically downloaded a whole dashboard of all these tweets and i just been going through them and i created um like a, almost like an instagram page and i pretty much dumped like just like very thought-provoking like empiricist like type uh quotes in there and um it's very interesting because it's like you know the thoughts that we have um and basically like over time like they shift and it's so cool because new experiences that you have allow you to kind of almost like it's weird because you, you, you view the world one way and then you realize like, Oh, I'm never going to view it another way. And then you literally go through this whole life experience and basically it just shifts. You look back and you're like, wow, I was literally like a different person saying all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's very, it's very mind, very mind blowing, That's honestly. Sure. So that kind of inspired me to sure. do that little Instagram, um, project and it's at your daily empiricism if you guys want to yeah. check it out at yeah, your, your daily, daily empiricism, empiricism on instagram it's very interesting yeah but also yeah, man, go just... follow at the dmp podcast pod, or yeah the i think it's dmp the dn podcast yeah follow at the dm podcast on instagram go check us out Show some love on our posts. Engage. We're going to be putting some more stuff up for the community on there, trying to create some more engagement with our listeners as well. I think one of the big things me and Sam want to do, kind of side tangent here, but is to create a way for you guys to give feedback to us and then propose a potential topic too, if you guys want us to speak yeah. on a certain topic. so Bring people on. Yeah. But I guess what I was going to say is going through those tweets, I remember a tweet from a few years ago that I said, it was very interesting. It says, motherfuckers speak just because they have lips mm. and and that kind of talk plugs into this time thing because people say a lot of shit sure. people just say like yeah. oh i'm down to do this yep. i'm down to yep. do that yep. Yep. and 
I and I and it's funny because I'm down to do stuff too, but the difference between us and when I say that I'm gonna do something is I'm gonna do it. And a lot of people just say things and I think it's really funny because especially when you're dealing with those kinds of people in your life, especially when you value your time, when you have a very not I don't like to say the word rigid, like rigid scheduling, but more so you're mindful of your time and you respect your time. Um, it's really hard to deal with people that are so spontaneous not spontaneous, I'm spontaneous, but sporadic and like kinda not well-centered because they'll have all these crazy different things that they want to do and they'll say I'm down to do this to do that and they never follow through and as someone that values their time and you have a structure to how you live your life that shit it could be very fucking toxic, really to, toxic. to your, to your aura so yeah. very frustrating yeah. so that's very interesting that like dealing with those kinds of people um you just have to give no energy you literally have to just you be like to. yeah yeah, like it's just, you know, hey, like that's cool if you want to do that. I'm just going to do my own thing because at the end of the day, like you're saying, time is your baseline resource. Literally, if you strip everything away, what do you have? It's literally the time yeah. that you have on this earth. That's it. So that's it. To, to literally no just food, tell no someone, water, yeah. No shelter, you nope. wake up, yeah. you have time in the sunlight. You have existence. And you, you have can existence. try and use your resources. Yeah. But yeah, time is yeah. time is it. So it's like if that's literally the bare bone thing that For I Alex have. Alex Hormozzi, I got to shout him out on this. He says attention. He likes to say, uh, which I understand that because he's saying you can have a, you can have 12 hours, but if you're dead tired, it doesn't matter. Mm, you don't want to do matter. anything. So he's saying no. attention, but anyways, that's just a. No, no, that's, I, love I like that. that. I love aware, being, that, being, being aware, like, yeah. being in presence. Um, the, the point though about, you know, time being your most valuable resource, not letting people utilize it. I think, is there any go-to strategy that you have that's kind of like your initial layer of protection if you will where you're like okay um for instance if somebody makes a plan with me and i know notoriously that they kind of are wish-washy on whether they're going to follow through i'm going to plan my day normally and then if by happenstance they do end up being free then i can like course correct and figure out what i need to change because well i'll ask you this what 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 would you do? What do you do in that? Like, what's your first layer of protection? I mean, I I usually like to just I like to just I mean, I think knowing yourself is the number one thing, right? Like, if, if so, like if so, if in knowing what you're gonna do, right? Because it's like besides making plans with people or besides doing stuff, like you know, like if you know and you're secure in who you are and you know what you're supposed to do or like what you're up to, it it really shouldn't matter, like what other people do they should have no impact you should never dictate i was journaling about this the other day you should never dictate like your feelings should never be dictated by how someone else feels about you I like that. um yeah. so Facts. it's like so it's it's really like you should just be like okay if someone bails on you it's like what were you going to do anyways if you had no mm -hmm. plans you're probably going to go do something because you have you're aware you're you probably going to enjoy it you're probably going to enjoy yeah. it because like you're you're self-confident right so i think the first thing to do is like know yourself check yourself, love yourself, know that like you have yourself and then just don't get like emotional about, about, about it because it's not you, it's them. Like people out here like just saying shit cause they want to like say shit. They don't know their own time schedule. It says a lot about people, honestly, when like they can't respect their time and like they can't, you can just see them like running around like a fucking chicken with their head cut off. Like it, it, it shows, it really does show. And I think like, um, really just being able to fall back onto your own individuality and knowing what you like is like so key because if like you can do that, you're basically bulletproof because it's like you, you can literally just live your life and go about your own business. And I think like it's hard to get to that point. It's not. It's very easier. It's easier said than done, obviously. Um, but it's like I think that's the first thing that I fall back to. So if someone bails on me, it's just like no worries. What can I do? Like how can I like what can I control about the situation? Mm -hmm. It's a Friday night and someone bailed on me I at like 7 that. p.m. Well, okay, 
I'm by myself. I got a fucking eighth of weed. I got the fucking tide, tide place down the fucking streets open. Mm-hmm. We got Netflix. Yep. I'm going to go fucking roll up a fucking wood. I'm going to go grab my fucking Tide yep. food. I'm going to go home. I'm going to chill, bro. Yep. I'm going to wake up early on yeah. fucking Saturday, and I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to my groceries. Yeah. Go to the library. Like, you know, so I think it's all about framing. So you, you, you pick like your that. battles, and you can do – you create your own reality. So I wouldn't let people get phased over little things like that. I think it's all about staying true to yourself. For That's sure. what I would do. For First sure. layer. There you go. Anybody that uh, just heard that, play it back because that right there is big facts. That's some good. That's some good value right there. Um, yeah, it's it's just a weird game that we play. I think with one of the things that I've been really like having one of my mantras be recently is that preparedness is showing respect to other people. Right. If in anything that we do, and like I'll use some some little examples from my recent, like what we've done, but like we just went to Vegas with some friends, right? Yep. Showing respect to them, showing respect to their time, right? Would be me being fully packed, ready to go at the time that we decide to leave with any contributing value that I'm there to bring. Whether I said I'm going to bring the cooler or I'm going to bring waters or I'm going to drive or whatever with that ready, okay? That preparedness is me showing respect to the people that I'm engaging in that activity with. So in the same way as if I say, Sam, yo, let's go hit the trail at 7.30. And you're like, okay, let me finish up my workout real quick. And then I hit you at 7.30. Hey, bro, probably won't be around until 8.15. That lack of preparedness, not only did it make you, you make your workout shorter, which you didn't have to do that. It also probably stresses me out because I said I was going to do it at a certain time. And now I'm playing catch up right 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 where that's why that preparedness thing to me is so interesting because it's almost like there's a certain maturity that comes with being able to acknowledge like hey i cannot give you a specific time or i'm going to give you like as shitty as it is i'm going to give you the latest possible time because i don't want to not be prepared so if i think that yeah maybe we could hang out at seven but i know for sure we can hang out by nine i'm going to tell you nine and i'm going to say hey bro if it's earlier i'll let you know I think that's really where I'm trying to get to where mm. I'm being super respectful of my own time, respectful of other people's time and modeling that preparedness by saying, if I don't know when we can hang out, or if I don't know how the plans are going to look, or it doesn't have to be just a hangout. I mean, you and I have done team meetings, individual meetings, you know, yeah. people that they need to get pushed. Like you can set it up in a way where I think you can really be respectful. Um, yeah. yeah no i think everyone can everyone can win it's a win-win for everyone if everyone's on the same page and i just think just common courtesy i think it's it's tough it says a lot about how where people come from and like how how they're not necessarily prepared to but it's cool I mean, it's, it's a learning curve for a lot but um it's just i think that there's so much abundance out there that it's like there are people out there that will respect your time there are people out there that will you know give you the space the boundaries all that kind of stuff so you know there's people out there. So if the people in your life, all the listeners that aren't serving you and they're kind of like being toxic about your time and all that kind of stuff, don't have to stick around with them. There's plenty of people out there that, that will respect your time and, and value, you know, who you are for, for, for that. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, with that being said, I think, uh, I think this was a good chat on, on time is money and you know, how really what we're saying by that is that time is value and time is value. You know, it's your most valuable resource. So, be smart about what you're doing with it. Thank you for using your 20 time tokens to uh, listen to this <laughs> podcast here. I love that. And uh, yeah, we got new episodes coming out all the time and, and we'll be doing a lot more 
direct interactions with our listeners too so we appreciate you guys for listening and uh again this is the do nothing podcast an episode about absolutely nothing thanks guys cheers